If you want joy, if you want vitality, if you want reciprocation, you have to stop watering dead plants and start calling your energy back. Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Kindred Sage podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Brianna, and I'm on a mission to energetically uplevel my life and teach you how to do the same. To raise your vibrations, re-examine your perception of self, and nourish the confidence to create an extraordinary experience here on Earth. Are you ready to expand with me? Let's dive in. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Kindred Sage podcast. I hope you're having a smooth transition into Virgo season. We walked into Virgo season middle of this week, and the vibe completely shifted. Leo, the season uh, that we just closed out, is such a vibrant, fiery energy, lots of showstopping going on. And we're transitioning into Virgo season, which is a lot more grounded and kind of quiet, introspective, um, getting their shit together. (laughs) It's what Virgos are about. But for me, despite a week of hurdles and redirection, I'm loving this fresh and grounded energy. This is my soul vibe through and through. This energy feels like home to me because not only is my sun sign, which is your kind of core essence, uh, my sun sign is in Virgo, but my Mercury, which is my method or pattern of communication, and my south node, which is like your sense of belonging, are also both in Virgo. In astrology, there's a north and a south node noted on your birth chart, and your north node is your destiny, It's your karmic path for this lifetime. It carries the energy, let me say that. So the sign that is in your north node carries the energy of your karmic path for this lifetime. It's your most aligned direction of growth, and it's always the sign directly opposite of your south node on the zodiac wheels. The south node represents your comfort zone. It's the map to your innate gifts and resonates with the karmic vibrations of your past lives. So Virgo vibes feel like my standard operating rhythm. It's where I find the most comfort within all of the signs in the Zodiac. So this energy is nice for me. I'm, I'm feeling embraced and nurtured right now. Um, Virgo is a mutable earth sign, meaning that even though well-grounded, there is always potential for shift in stance and perspective. So Virgos can seem a little bit stubborn uh, at the beginning because they've done a lot of research to know the information that they know. Um, They typically are looking for like the right answer a lot of the time. So they'll do their own research to like know that right answer. But they aren't actually that stubborn. They're just stubborn if you can't back your viewpoint with solid evidence, resonance, or experience. I believe every zodiac sign conceals a key component to unlocking our highest alignment. And Virgo holds the key to energetic pruning, so the alignment of who and what we give our energy to. The earth goddess knows what resonates and what doesn't, 
and consistently redefines her energetic ties accordingly. Okay, I could easily fall down the rabbit hole on the subject of astrology, and maybe in a future episode I will. Yes, I will. I'll joyfully take that leap. But for now, (laughs) just understand uh, that Virgo vibrations are here to remind you of how powerful energetic pruning can be. Think of it like a tree or a tomato plant. The twiggy branches or the lower leaves are suckling energy from the plant but have no intention or ability to grow beyond their current form. Yet, since they are still attached to the main plant, there is nourishment trickling to them. Nourishment that could be redirected to the beautiful new leaf buds and the juicy red tomatoes that show promise of fulfillment. So your energetic relationships work in the same way. Every person we open up to, we create an energetic cord with. That attachment becomes stronger with increased depth and vulnerability on an emotional, physical, and spiritual level. But not all of those connections that we make throughout our life grow with us. Those connections with time can either feed our soul or deplete our life force. And I do believe that the same connection often does both during your time together, but many connections stall in the latter for far too long. It is up to us to define our own energetic tolerance. You have to have your standards when it comes to the energy that you allow around you. And you don't just do this once, you do this over and over again because we're constantly evolving and we're hopefully moving upward in consciousness as we move through this experience. But I do want to say the most powerful skill I've learned so far through energetics is the art of shedding. Because life experiences and elevated mindsets will shift your melody and you'll find yourself no longer resonating with the people that you once connected with slash tolerated (laughs) when you were vibing at a lower state of awareness. That's completely healthy. And it's divine energetic hygiene to let go of those connections that are mindlessly depleting your energy. Have the courage to give heartfelt gratitude for the connection, forgive any lingering resentment, and cut that energetic cord. That is the human experience beautifully encapsulated. Rise and shed, baby. Rise and shed. If you're serious about growth, which I'm pretty sure you are since you're listening to this podcast, you've got to release those dead energetic connections so that you can redirect your nourishment to relationships that fuel your healing and meet your vibrational standards. You are who you surround yourself with. If you want joy, if you want vitality, if you want reciprocation, you have to stop watering dead plants and start calling your energy back. So think about it. Let's drop into deeper awareness. Where is your energy leaking? Which energetic cords from the past are still attached and suckling on that nourishment? Where could that nourishment be redirected to provide more fertile soil for healing and growth? 
Redefine who deserves a seat at your table. What are they bringing with them in character, value, and inspiration? Why do you want these people around you? What do they bring out in you? And then acknowledge your relational desires. It's really important to do this. We need to have a focused desire or else we'll just take in anything that comes our way, which is more of a form of settling or kind of just accepting versus playing an active role in your life. So play an active role. Lead this by acknowledging your relational desires. Make a list of eight adjectives to describe the vibe that you want, that you desire out of the following types of relationships, your family, your friendships, and your romantic relationships. Try adjectives like supportive, healing, vulnerable, honest, magical. Describe how you want those relationships to feel. And then release those dead energetic connections because not everyone deserves access to you just because they know you, just because you were friends once, just because you were lovers, doesn't mean that you have to carry that energetic cord around with you. Oh, what a heavy weight. You gotta let go. You gotta stop stop watering those dead plants and bring that energy back to you. If they no longer resonate, it's time to cut the cord. Give heartfelt gratitude for everything you've gone through with them. I mean, most likely, if you have an energetic cord still connected to someone from your past, you've gone through shit with them that makes you feel like you want to hold on. Thank them for those moments that you had together. And forgive any lingering resentment. Most commonly the type of energetic cord that is depleting your nourishment is that you had someone you were really, really close with and then something happened. There was either betrayal or dishonesty or just some kind of line was crossed in the relationship. So you went into self-preservation mode and maybe no longer kind of talk to them. Maybe just keep it nice and at a distance. But you also are keeping that energetic cord attached. And if you have any lingering resentment for whatever happened in that relationship, that's a really low vibration to be holding on to. And you don't need that. It's time to let it go. Visualize a cord connecting you to them. And cut the cord or unhook the cord. Sometimes I like to visualize it as like a big hook, like Captain Hook. (laughs) I literally, that's the, the type of hook that I see. And I will just unhook it while affirming aloud by cutting this cord, I call my power back. Once you release, you have to rewrite. Those two always go together in energetic healing. You release and then you rewrite. So to rewrite your vibration, You must embody the energy that you want to receive. With your relationships being a mirror, the way that you show up sets the tone for the relationship and the energy that you are open to receiving. Deep relationship healing can happen once you open yourself up to this concept. So define, define what that is for you. What is the vibration that you are going to show up as? Fill in the blanks with how you intend to show up. So I am a 
loving, nurturing, courageous partner. I am a honest, vulnerable, supportive friend. I am a healing, loving, and blossoming daughter and sister. Fill in how you want to show up because you get to rewrite it. We just released these energetic cords. So now we have all this extra energy. We can redirect that energy into nourishing the relationships that we want to have. But then we always need to follow through with action. That's where the expansion is. Expand through action. Intention is the wishbone, but aligned action is the backbone. Take action to prune your energetic connections. So first of all, with social media, unfollow, mute, or block those who no longer resonate. And those meaning like people in your personal life, but also any kind of accounts or content that no longer resonates with you. Like instead of just scrolling past it, hit the little button that says unfollow. Your mind will thank you. Because you're already trying to block it out anyways. And instead, you're stirring up energy, you're stirring up emotions and low, low vibrations every time you see it. So just get it out of your perspective. Second, collect any physical items or reminders of uh, a personal connection that you've had. Maybe someone has left things at your house or you have things left over from your divorce. This actually happened to me. I collected some boxes from storage and had no idea that I had some pieces of my previous marriage in boxes that were I was just like holding on to. It was completely like out of sight, out of mind, and it felt so good to purge all of those items. It's really good to clear your space of those energetic cords as well because Physical items definitely carry that that weight with them. Get them out of there. <laughs> and then uh, lastly, pour your newfound energy into relationships that reciprocate. When you show up as your desired frequency, you are telling the universe and you are telling the person that you're interacting with that that is the vibration that you want to nourish. So the more that you show up that way, the more you will bring in relationships that are at that caliber. Remember, you are responsible for your energetic tolerance. You are the one setting the standard. So make sure that your actions also set that standard. All right, that's what I've got for you today. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. We've got the Virgo new moon on Saturday, the 27th. It's a great time to set intentions. Actually, you could write down how you want to show up as a partner, as a friend in in your family relationships and write that on a little piece of paper and fold it up and plant it. Plant those intentions and watch those relationships grow. So much love to you. Until next time. Ciao. If you enjoyed this episode of the Kindred Sage podcast, please leave a review or even just a love note. I like those too. I really appreciate your support and I appreciate your growth mindset even more. We are here together to heal together and I'm honored to be on this journey with you.